down to earth What went down in the van A legend in, a legend in, a legend in A legend in Beers with Bears Beers with Bears Beers with Bears Beers with Bears Chair or microphone? I'd rather Matt does all talking. It's either either it's better to have you. Oh hell yeah, Jessica's gonna be here. Oh yeah. Hi, sweet baby. Right there. Right there. Yep. Right you got it. Yes. <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> I need help. Jessica's trapped under the chair. What? <laughs> 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 In her safe place. Is that where she hides it? Used to be. What are those for? Oh, claws? Yeah, just taste these new claws and get these flavors. Fuck yeah. So, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, get us started here. Let's do it. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. And I got this one. I'm super stoked on this episode because since vaccines are rolling out, I'm able to do this one in person fucking finally. Uh, and I also have a sick band to do it with. Uh, shout out supportive parents. How are you guys doing? I am we're great. Living large? Yeah, baby. Woo! Backed up, ready to party. Hell yeah. Ready to fuck and ready to suck. <laughs> Starting strong. <laughs> we don't hold back in this band, I'll tell you that. We know exactly what our priorities are. Uh, we got some uh, fun things to talk about on this episode, but we should probably start out with, if you guys want to say your name and what you do in support of parents. Yeah. My name is Boomer, and that is all. <laughs> and I play guitar in support of parents. I'm Matt Webster. I sing in support of parents. And then we're obviously missing a couple guys. Um, who are they and what do they do? Yeah, uh, Brian. Brian plays the guitar. Brian plays the guitar. Lee plays the... <laughs> <laughs> Lee plays the drums. Lee plays the drums. He plays them good. Yeah, and... Uh, and, and then Aaron, Aaron Shark. E. Slaps the bass, baby. Slaps the bass. Yeah. Slapping to Bios. He plays <laughs> his Goldfinger song on the bass. I just watched uh, I Love You Man the other night, yeah. and just like slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. He does it exactly like Paul Rudd. Exactly. I think maybe almost better than Paul Rudd. Oh, fuck. Do you think that Aaron Shulky plays bass better than Paul Rudd? I bet you, I would bet money that he does. I would too. Paul Rudd doesn't have fucking time to practice the bass. I'm ready to throw it on $100,000 on the Absolutely. Paul Rudd, if you can, someone tag Paul Rudd in this, because uh, 
They challenge you to a base off, bro. Yeah, let's fucking You're do it. Aaron. This is actually a, a call to Paul Rudd. Yeah, this is a direct call up for Paul Rudd. Paul? It's Matt Webster again. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I didn't see Ant Man play in the base. <laughs> no, hell no. No, not at all. Wait. Does he. Does. Hold on. Does he play an <gasps> instrument in. In. Uh, in. In. Ant Man and the Wasp? When he's in, under house arrest. Oh, he plays a recorder or something. He plays or some sort of instrument. I thought they were just doing rock band in the second one. Yeah. Oh, he plays. I, yeah, he plays garage band drums. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, that means he's got rhythm, which okay. means that Shulky's in for a, in for. <laughs> <laughs> maybe these. Maybe uh, you're not looking at. Well, you already placed the hundred thousand dollar bet. We all heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a recorder, it's out so. there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that I'm on the record betting money, he. Uh... <laughs> There's the scene where he has the ant, the Wait, giant ant, unfamiliar. playing drums <laughs> for him. So I don't know if I've ever actually seen him or heard him play the drums. You know what? Let's rewind the tape. Give me, Mike, do you want to bring that up? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is this one of those kind of shows? You just, let me just pull that up here real quick. At any rate, yeah. our bass player Aaron knows how to play the bass, which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Probably better than any ant out there, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, feels good to laugh again. It does. <laughs> you haven't done it in a long time. That's that's kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been laughing all day. Today. Uh, so I guess we should probably get into a couple things here. One, uh, you guys have been a band for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, for people that don't know, I think I saw like 2014. You guys started out. Yeah. Well, sounds about right. It's a long time. So, yeah, we we came together in a very funny way. We um, I was off the heels of of a band that I was in for from uh, two thousand nine to two thousand twelve, and I had met Aaron and Brian around town. We had played shows together, and um, then I had been approached by Brian. And, uh, you know, or we had, we had talked, we were at a, in a mutual gathering and he talked about the idea of wanting to start a band that was kind of like a punk rock band, kind of like, you know, in the vein of Iron Sheik or some of our other favorites. And I said, that'd be awesome. You know, I'd like, I'd love to play with you guys sometime. So Brian and Aaron and myself had gotten together and we, Brian had a couple ideas. We had a couple of what became our first couple songs. And we had kind of played together with just rhythm and lead guitar and bass. And um, it was great. We got along great. We already knew each other's friends, but we had got along great. And we were, we thought, this is awesome. This is a thing we we should pursue. Um, and then we said, we, at this point, we need a drummer. And then I said, you know what? I have a guy that I don't actually know all that well at this point. Um, but he's a guy that I had met over the summer um, through mutual friends from from Tennessee. Um, and that was our friend Lee. He had, um, he grew up here and lived here, but he had gone off to college in Tennessee. Some friends of mine from Nashville had come up to Minnesota to play some shows on tour, and they said, our friend Lee's going to come with us, you know, just hang out at the show. And that's where I got to meet Lee. And we had had a similar conversation leading up to this. So I said, like, oh, fuck, let's call Lee. Let's bring him into the mix. Aaron and Brian don't know him. Let's see what's up. And then we all got together as a four-piece and we fucking gelled like crazy. We loved it. It was awesome. 
It was fucking spectacular. And then at that point, we were like, oh, shit, let's, let's keep rocking with this. We need a singer. You know, and then I don't know who it was raised the question. We were like, oh, we always liked Matt Webster from Gloria. And then uh, Aaron said, Aaron, right, Aaron said, all right, I'm going to get this conversation with Matt. They all let Matt take over here. Yeah, so. Whatever strategy was, he was like, so, I, I got a fucking plan. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it was like a, it was like a Friday night. Uh, I live, I live right in uptown, right kind of over by uh, the, the, like, Hennepin and like, Lake and Hennepin area, um, kind of over in that Calhoun Square area, and I got a text message from my friend Emily Harris. And she's like, hey, me and Vanessa Jean are at Williams. It was like two blocks from my apartment. Like, you should come party. And it was like a Friday night, and I got off work early. It was like 10 o'clock. My fiance was not at home. So I was like, fuck. Williams, really? I'm like, all right. So they're, they said they're at Williams. So I, I'm like, all right. Well, I, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. I go meet them. They're like, somebody wants to talk to you here. And I was like, who in the fuck? I was like, who? They're like, we can't tell you. And I was like, well, that is the weirdest <laughs> goddamn... <laughs> I was like, well, now I'm now I'm intrigued. So I go there, and I'm like, I don't know who the... I literally have no fucking idea. I didn't even get to see Emily and Vanessa that much anyway, so I'm like, <laughs> no fucking idea who this. So I show up. The person they're talking about is Aaron Schulke. I show up, and, fucking, and uh, Vanessa Jean's brother is there, too. And we, the four of us, proceed to, like... God, I must have had, like, five of those fucking super tall double beers that they have there. And we were doing shots. Big fucking bladder busters. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, it was a Friday night. I didn't have to work the next day. And I just remember that I was just like, let's fucking do it. And I was just, it was a, it was a good vibe. We were all hanging out. Got super fucking drunk. And I, rem- and like, it's a little bit fuzzy, but I remember going outside to, like, well, Aaron and I don't smoke, but we went we went outside to like, you know, have a cigarette or whatever, and fucking, he's I remember him showing me these songs, and he's like, I got these songs I want you to listen to and I want you to sing on them, and I was like, okay, and that's when pretty much my night shuts off as far <laughs> as I can remember, and I woke up in the morning, and I had these. You know, I, I was insanely fucking hungover, and around, like, 2 o'clock, I get this text that's like, Hey, Matt, it's Aaron from last night. Uh, I don't know if you... You, you told me that, <laughs> that to tell you that no matter what, you didn't have anything going on today, and that you need... That I needed to make you come check out these songs with this band that I'm in. And I was like, well, I fucking was obviously drunk enough that I was like, oh, man, we got to fucking do this, man. These songs are fucking great. I don't have anything going on tomorrow. Don't let me back out. Don't let me back out. And he's like, you said not to let you back out. And I said, and then he was cool. He's like, I understand if you, if you can't. And I was like, ouch. I didn't really leave myself any wiggle room there. So fucking blacked out, Matt. Signed himself up to go... And I was like, and I didn't remember anything about the music. I didn't know what the fucking, sh- I didn't know if it was like, 
I mean, you get enough beers in me, I'm like, hell yeah, I want to fucking, fucking play, I want to sing in a fucking salsa group, why not? <laughs> I want to sing, I want to sing soft Brazilian vocals for a bossa nova trio, why not? But, uh, yeah, I went and met up with them, and the fucking songs were fucking great, and the dudes were so fucking nice, and, uh, yeah, uh, Boomer was not there at the beginning part, and then he walked in halfway through the night, and I realized that he was one of my regulars at the Triple Rock. And I was like, fuck, this all makes sense. And it fucking just clicked right there and then. And we started writing jams. Yeah. It was good. Fuck, fucking one of the better blackout decisions I've made in my <laughs> life, I'd say. <laughs> I'd agree with you. Yeah. We're going to do a shot oh, now. Cheers. For yeah. all people wondering. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, man. Hell yeah. That's right, people. Support a parent. Shut up. Not only a case of claws, not only like half a case of uh, Miller High Lifes, but also a full bottle, a brand new bottle of tequila. So specifically for this, so specifically for this. So anyone that's uh, trying to be on an episode, uh, step up yeah. your game. It's, it's, Come it's, prepared. It's time. That's right. Somebody's gonna show up with a like. All right. Well, here's a here's a keg of here's <laughs> here's a pony, here's a pony keg of Bell's Hot Slam and full pump and ice <laughs> situation full. <laughs> Full tap. Yep. Yep. Absolutely everything. Ice like, down right. kegerator. Yep. Everything <laughs> on a dolly. <laughs> one of those. One of those. Uh, one of those ice luges where you pour the shot down. Oh, yeah, and you yeah. Fucking. I've never uh, encountered one of those, but I'm imagining it very vividly in my mind right now. So, I invite mm. everyone else to. The the closest well. the closest we've got here at uh, I like to call it this place when we're doing in person uh things is 5620 productions absolutely inside of the studios you know here absolutely uh, i had the band psychedelic uh they're like a metal band they actually showed up with a half of half a handle of uh jim beam and then like a bunch of beers and it was a great time so rock and roll baby yeah fucking That's, killing it we're a tequila band more than as far as our hard alcohol of choice tequila and beers so yeah. we like we like we're to kill you band i might Ooh. say but <laughs> is that a threat? Don't threaten me with a good time. Really? Yeah, right. Don't threaten me with a good time. That's a whole different band. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm uh I'm excited. We we got a I brought some you know what, let's fucking get into this. I got I brought some just first time I ever saw them in the store. Uh I got this new white claw variety pack. There are four new flavors that I've not tried. Well, Four, four new flavors. Well, Jesus. Was it three? Three new flavors yeah. and one that, like, fucking, the, the mango just won't, it's, I get it, you're around. It keeps weaseling itself into every fucking oh, yeah. variety it is pack, in this, man. Yeah. It is in both uh, the other ones, that's right. I just don't really love it. No. So, I'm the mango, like. The mango was the big first new flavor that was, like, the sought after, like, crown jewel. It right. was the hot commodity, it was insane. I remember you came back with, like. Was right, you? It was me. Like a... I went on tour a few years ago. I was on tour with some friends of mine, and I was in Michigan, and all of my friends were like, Mango White Claw, where the fuck is it? <laughs> and we were, in, we were in Michigan, and I bought like three, I bought three six-packs of Mango White Claw in Michigan, and I smuggled them back home to Minnesota, <laughs> and I had people putting out Your bids. Yeah, I had people putting out bids on my head for these cans. They were like, I had a can like for... For this friend and this friend and people were like fuck them i'll give you a fucking 20 bucks for that can that can of white cloth <laughs> people wanted the new flavor that mango flavor so badly 
I remember you, you brought me one, and I remember cracking it over, and like, oh, I can't fucking wait. This is going to be incredible. Cracked it open, and I was like, I don't, I don't really like it. There was, like a, <laughs> there was practically a price on my head. People wanted that mango so bad, they would have fucking shot me dead by a bounty hunter. They wanted that shit so badly. <laughs> well, luckily... And now, well, luckily, luckily drink, those days are fucking yeah. yeah. Drink I'm drinking one, one right now. We're drinking one now to get it out of the way. <laughs> so there's three new flavors. I got uh, there's strawberry, there's pineapple, uh, there's I mean fucking there's a that Bud Light Bud Light is the strawberry one. Yeah. Uh, truly has that bomb pineapple one, but nobody has had a blackberry one that I've seen. Ooh, yeah, I haven't it's seen. It's not a straight up blackberry. So there's. It's strawberry, pineapple, blackberry. Which one do we want to do first? We're going to taste test these. Let's do the blackberry. Yeah. Let's start with the new guy. So recently I was like, because uh, we've been drinking a lot of White Claws lately, so I was like, oh, I should try out the other seltzers. And I picked up both cases of the Bud Light seltzers just to give those a shot. And they don't compare at all. I mean, you know, well, everything, I think that, you know, like, I'm a big believer and there's a... a a time and a place for every drink for the most part mm-hmm. you know there's plenty of times where i've had you know you know it's the only drink that i've somebody somebody you know comes to you know somebody shows up at work and they're like hey i got a seltzer for you and i'm like well i'll take it yeah and it's like and that strawberry seltzer is the best seltzer i had my whole life because it's yeah. the only one i'm gonna have all fucking night long <laughs> so i mean there's that but i mean yeah i mean i mean white claws the, the real originator of this shit oh yeah i mean they I mean, you, you, everybody else can try and can try and jock their swag, but for the most part, they're they're near like band-aid Kleenex. Like, what kind of white claw do you have? Oh, it's a fucking lime, a Bud Light, a Bud Light fucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I'm really stoked or really wanting to try out too is uh, so not only has White Claw come up with their eight percents, which the life, oh. the life runners. Yeah. Yes. So, but PBR has also come to the table and they also have their own pack of eight percent seltzers that's right uh, <laughs> i tried to find them today but my local liquor store does not have them i saw i saw them but my conscience made me say no <laughs> i also i also wasn't gonna show up here with a fucking full bottle of tequila and a fucking backpack <laughs> like stuffed full of beers and then i'd be like also half these are eight <laughs> percent i'm a I'll add my wisdom. I gotta do something. I have to do some things tomorrow. Right. Else, I'll add my wisdom when it comes to the PBR seltzer variety. Yeah, they offer uh, key lime. They offer uh, black cherry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, they're dangerous. <laughs> but however, they have. Uh, they also have. A, they've been offering a, a peach tea and a and a coffee brew a cold brew yeah, a cold brew. coffee ones dude those ones are also fucked those, you can you can wake up in the morning drink one of those and you're just yeah, fucked the, the coffee the coffee ones are just a fucking answer for functional alcoholics absolutely perfect time for fucking quarantine i don't i don't exactly so approve right i don't approve of the lime and the in the black and the black cherry i think they're just a little bit too much but the peach tea is actually quite good. all right, all right. All right. Yeah. still trying to get my hands on it so also mm. still eight percent now now i know now it's on my radar yeah. for you dude uh, let's try this uh let's try this fucking... i'm a big i'm a yeah. big pbr guy that's like you'll see the logos I mean, that's obviously a, that's a midwest it's like, a midwest uh, oh hell yeah right isn't that sick cheers here's uh, uh here's the, cheers. the blackberry white cloud yep cheers quite delicious yep Damn, that tastes like a clearly Canadian. No joke, you heard it here, folks. That is a uh, just the 
I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Clearly Canadian, but it was like a like a seltzer water, like a bottled seltzer water that was like I mean it must have been like ninety somewhere between nineteen ninety one and nineteen ninety five. I don't know exactly what it was, but they were like it was hot. It was like a glass bottle, kind of like curved. Uh, they sold it like uh, it was like like. It was kind of like when also like bottled water became a thing, right? mm-hmm. like in the '90s. They also they're like, "Hey, you want to drink it. something besides soda if, <laughs> if you leave the house?" <laughs> oh, we got water for you, bro. And fucking this tastes like this tastes like clear Canadian. This is good. I could yeah, drink, I could probably drink a yeah. minimum. Fucking, I mean, I could drink eight, eight of these, no problem. 1995. I wasn't even I wasn't even born yet. I was born in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> You were reborn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Born in 2019. Well, I'd come. I'd come off my past a life. Convincing ID you showed me earlier. I'd come. I'd come <laughs> off my past life as a roll of toilet paper, and then, I, <laughs> and then I was reborn as a human in 2019, and with my Benjamin Buttons disease. Yeah, <laughs> your Benjamin Buttons disease. <laughs> my Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. This see he said it was fine if we got off the rails, but we got there real quick. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've already I've already figured out how to, to rope it all back how to in. Rope it all back like, in. That's, good. Like, That's uh, a true host. So. That's true. That is a true host. Dude, true so, we're so, off the rails so all I, times. I always say like, oh I'm fine with tangents and then I've like <laughs> done some recently where it's like the whole band that I'm sitting down with and we're all over Zoom, so like Oh god it's super hard to rope everyone back in over Zoom. Yeah, we were like we were like uh, initially we were like, fuck. We were like, I suppose I, you're like, doing segment by segment. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, we, uh, I was like, God, I know that the Zoom meeting is, is possible, but it's like, God, I don't fucking, the lag, the lag is like, it's, I mean, you know, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. You fucking, you, you deal with, I mean, obviously everybody in this entire fucking planet's been, Making do, and I've seen some really fucking cool stuff. I mean, we've been functioning as a band. We we learned how to learned how to you know write like start writing music. You know, each each one of us in different spots and not mm-hmm. seeing each other, and you know, sending each other files back and forth. And you know, we all got set up for that. But it's like it's like man, nothing nothing beats being in person. Yeah, and like hanging out and actually seeing people and talking because it's like, I mean. I mean, not only just the, not only in the, in the true form, really that, yeah, that lag fucking pisses oh, me off. Oh yeah, it's like, <laughs> the lag I can't sucks. Fucking Speaking of which, am I in a place where I'm pissed? Oh yeah, that uh, open door right there. Anywhere you'd like. This world is your toilet. <laughs> you just gotta get off your fucking high horse about it. Well, <laughs> everybody, everybody listening just missed the best fucking horse and <laughs> the horse riding impression. No, but like you missed my horse riding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like I moved up here i've been in the house for like a year now i moved up right at the beginning of everything shutting down in minneapolis okay so it really sucked bringing this whole podcast with me and being like okay no one can come over so we're gonna do this all change it up and like it's allowed me to branch out to other states and like do stuff with like new bands uh because i also don't want to be just like uh, I can't think of the right word, but like stagnant in yeah, in, you don't in wanna one like spot. Pigeonhole yourself into one area. Yeah, you know? uh, but like just doing shit in person is so much fun because like Absolutely. that's how 
when I was doing all the episodes back when I was in Iowa, like, I was going to people's places and, like, it's, it's, whether I knew them or not uh, beforehand, like, it just, it's so much funner to do shit in person. I mean, it's, I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, it's beers with fans. Exactly. (laughs) Not beers at, (laughs) viewing with fans. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm so stoked that vaccines are rolling out and, like, things are... uh, we're living, we're living in a real positive forward motion time right now in this uh, yeah, in this country, in this city, in this world. Yeah. All of it. It's good. It's a good vibe. I'm feeling very good uh, very good vibes yeah. in the universe. Yeah. I do Maybe know. it's just these white claws, but it could it could very well be. I I'm honestly gonna say between like the shot white claw and the PBRs, I'm starting to feel it a little bit and I we're just right. getting just getting right we're into rolling it. Rolling it, baby. So down. What the police <laughs> Well, boomers back in the mix. All right, I'm back in the mix. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, let's get back into some 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 more supportive parents before we try the next claw. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you guys came up with the your first actual uh, album, I would say, like full length because you had the demos. Yep. And then you guys had Fuck It Whatever. And then 2 years later, uh, end of 2019, right before the whole pandemic hit, uh, you guys came out with yeah, yes. You guys came, you guys came out with uh, could be worse, and I mean one like what was what a fucking title, Jesus! Yeah, just <laughs> just calling it. I can't believe I can't believe the pandemic started just to put us down, <laughs> yeah. right? Because you guys came out with that like a very late 2019, and then yeah, did you guys even get to play a show to we... no nope. no it? not one show. Now, not we have one not, show to support we, we were, that. We were trying to really, trying to real hard. I mean, we played a couple. We we had been playing. We were the kind of band that's like, we got a new song, let's play it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I mean, should should that crazy event happen of us having new songs? <laughs> uh, but after the um, after the the official release of of the seven inch, I don't. We we were playing those songs yep. at some shows, but oh, after the but you after had... the official release of the seven inch, I don't think we got to play one single. Yeah, show. Okay. We didn't, yeah, we, we didn't get to have a seven inch release or anything like that. We were trying to book a seven inch release, and everything was like, "Oh, can we? Can we really?" And ended up not happening. But it was good, also though, because we could, like, we we put it out, released it online, and we were able to like take that and you know donate some money and stuff like that for you know yeah, we did I mean, for United Way. Yep, for the United Way. Yep, we did at that time of the release. I mean. It's, I mean, I mean that that's a positive thing, but it fucking yeah. sucks. We haven't gotten any fucking shows with. No, yeah, that's one thing I was gonna commend you guys on was taking some of that profit out of like seven inch and turning it towards another thing, especially like with all the times going I on. I mean, just I mean, just in general, for like us as a band, we are like like a band that doesn't really have very. I mean, it sounds weird to say like not very high aspirations, but what it is like, we just are aware of what we are. We're like. We're guys, we're like, you know, we're in our 30s, we, you know, are not super interested in touring for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. we just kind of like like writing songs and putting them out and playing shows with our friends. That's kind of like what we're into, so, I mean, if there's money involved, like, do we really, we don't really like have that much need for, like, the money that we make with our shit. Yeah. I mean, we don't I mean, we yeah. play shows, you know, whatever. So it's like, well, let's 
just donate some of the money. We like to. It's a very it's a very nice place to be where you don't really feel like you've got to be like playing shows and doing shit for money, mm-hmm. and, you know, or like. Yeah. And I mean, like no, no, you know, bands that tour a lot, bands that like you know are on labels that have, you know. Like that, there you have to fucking pay for that shit. You know, I've, yeah, we yeah. we've all done it before. Like where you're like, okay, you have yeah. to, you know, like you we've had times where it's like in our lives where it's like, okay, well, we have whatever show, whatever money we make tonight is like the difference between making it to another state or not, or us eating or us not. You know, it's like in at least in other bands, but this band is very nice because it's like yeah. we're not really interested in like that aspect of stuff. We're we just kind of want to play sh- play shows and fucking yeah with our friends and get drunk yeah. and. So yeah, with, with that, if there's money involved, it's like, well, what are we saving the money for? Right. You know, it's like none of us are yeah. like, like, and like dividing it up seems fucking silly. So yeah. it's like, let's just like, let's pick different stuff for our, for our full length release for fucking whatever we did, uh, Planned Parenthood for that. We did, uh, I mean, we'll continue to do that kind of shit. Cause it's like, well, what's the fuck? We all have jobs. Right. You know, we're all adults. We all have money. It's like, yeah. let's just fucking get, and if you can get blasted. And fucking, <laughs> and like you can get blasted and give some money to some some nice uh, a nice good socially progressive cause. Fucking let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Let's go. Fucking do it. I mean, right. We we take like you know we play a show with a with a we play plenty of shows with a one touring band that was out and about you know and we'd be like we get you know we get paid from the club mm-hmm. and we'd be like fuck this and we just like yeah. give it. Give it all to the tour. Like, 80, yeah. like you know, eighty bucks to us is like, well, that's what like fucking fifteen yeah, bucks. Get all the touring band. Fucking, give a... I don't know math very well, but I'm like, <laughs> right. just give it to the fucking give it to right. the touring band. It's like it's, I mean, it's just a nice, just a nice place to to be. I mean, like, thank God people come fucking see us is the real thing. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of bands doing this all over the place, and nobody fucking comes and sees them right, for sure. So <laughs> we played, we played. God we, bless them. We played a handful of these shows where we had like. You know, whether it be a Palmer's Bar or 7th Street Entry or whatever. And we, like, we had, like, a nice turnout thanks to our service industry friends. God bless them. And we get a nice cut of the door because we were, you know, we drew people in. And we, we, uh, we drew a bunch of drunks in. That's <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of fucking excited alcoholics. Right. And, and the club loved us because they made mad money on drink sales. But then we'd get our cut from the door and we'd be like, ah, fuck that. Just give it, give all the touring... Not to toot our own high horn. We just give it all to the touring man because we don't need it. Yeah. Like, it belongs to I mean, the touring man. And to be honest... It belongs to the touring man. And I I learned that move from people doing that for my fucking touring band. When it happened. Yeah. Like, that's the fucking, like... That's the move. I mean, in my opinion, if you don't fucking need the money, if you're not, like, trying to fucking... If you're not trying to, you know, hustle and do your own thing and, and be... If you're not trying to tour, you're not trying to be out, like... You know, and I get making money, hundred percent. But like, yeah. like, I mean, I, I mean, Brian's a fucking doctor. <laughs> I mean, nice. Brian's a fucking doctor. Lee and, Aaron, Lee, and Aaron, Lee and Aaron both have fucking great, great, fantastic jobs. Boomer and I fucking hustle and make good money. We don't need like, yeah. And we're just older. I mean, I'm too old to fucking ride around in a van like that. I mean, yeah. Unless there's real money involved. I mean, we got our we got, <laughs> yeah. Once or if the, I could like the yeah. Mercedes Sprinter. Uh, oh, Sprinter, yeah. Sprinter, goddamn! Fucking, I mean, you know we got the Sprinters, right? Those Ford. Mercedes, the, oh yeah, Ford that? Transit. Oh, oh, the oh, you didn't do? I thought the Ford the tiny moving parts had one of those. Mercedes they had a for a minute. No, they had a. Well, they had a. Yeah, they did. They had a. It was a Dodge branded, but it was a Mercedes engine. Ooh. Uh, but it was a. But it was a good Sprinter. Ooh, it was yeah. good stuff. 
Those furs fucking are fucking yeah. sexy. Every it's so funny after I mean, I mean I it was the perfect time for me to do it when I was younger, you know, and yeah. you could feel good about getting in a van and be like, I don't care, I'll sleep on the fucking floor. I don't yeah. give a fuck. And now I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that. I don't want to sleep on a floor. Do you ever find yourselves though, like looking, like seeing a van and just looking at one and being like, you know, that that'd be a good. That'd be a good touring van. Right? All the time. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Okay. Constantly. I fucking be doing curbside service for for uh for my, oh, my pizza man. job. For my I've been doing curbside service for my pizza job for like the past six months or whatever, and uh every time fucking somebody pulls up in like a, in like a nice ass fucking conversion van, I'm like, ooh, I right. fucking sleep in that. I yeah. sleep on the floor of that. I, I fucking ooh, that could fit six dudes. Oh. <laughs> Dude, what I, what we did? Uh, Ooh, look at that trailer hitch! <laughs> Damn! I see fucking I see fucking I see nice vans driver around town all day, and I'm like, even like you know Amazon vans, or a FedEx truck parking mm. shit. I'm like, ah, fuck you! But then I see like a nice, mm. a nice Sprinter, parked like an unmarked Sprinter parked, and I'm like a nice rig going around town. And I'm like, ooh, baby. I see a nice yeah. rig, and I'm like, ooh, ooh baby. <laughs> Fucking, hey, side note, fucking Arthur in this yeah. van, Arthur won't ever, I hope Arthur doesn't ever hear this, but the best part is that Arthur, we know this dude named Arthur, who fucking drives around in his, like, sketchy-ass conversion van that is, like, like yeah. he's got it tricked out, like, in air quotes, tricked out, <laughs> and, like, dr- he drives around in it, and, you know, you know, buy some weed, fucking, you know, smoke some weed in there, fucking drive around, drive around, he's just kind of a gent, like... He fucking, yeah, just generally <laughs> sketchy dude, bless his yeah. heart. Uh, but he's got this van, and I fucking got in there, and he's like, what do you think of the van? And I looked around, and I was like, looks great, dude. And in my mind, I thought, this ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, this can't sleep five people. Fuck, get the fuck out of here. See, so when we used to tour, so I used to tour manager sell shirts for uh, a band that I went to high school with. Who was? Who was? Uh, it was called Exit Emergency. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, so we had a 15-seater van that our guitarist's parents were kind enough to, to buy for us. Bless and uh, so we took out the back one or two rows of seats, and then me and a buddy built bunks for us. And the top bunk, if you slept on it because it was just one sheet, sucked because it was straight plywood. Yeah. And, like, don't fucking sleep there. Right. But the bottom bunk... Since it was right on the carpet of floor of the van, I put like a futon mattress down there. Ooh, I still dream about sleeping in that spot. Absolutely. Because it was so comfortable, and then two, like, we built the bunk perfectly enough where it was so dark down there. Oh god, you'll Dude, sleep perfect. Fucking sleep when you get like, so es- especially in in a situation when you're in when you're in a th- in a place that's almost impossible to be fucking comfortable. If you can find a way to be comfortable, it changes the way that you think about what comfortable is. Oh, yeah. I swear to God. I mean, like, I I was in a, I was in a band called Gloria that, uh, that we drove to California on pretty much a fucking, it, shit got, got confusing and we pretty much had to drive straight for, normally you would tour down to do this. Yeah. Things got moved quickly and we had to leave we had to go from Minneapolis to Orange County uh, in like you know in like a week 
or so. so okay. We, we had time. Yeah. But we didn't have time to, like, tour all the way down there. We, like, we booked a couple shows, and then we had to, like, fucking dip. Like, you played played where we could, and, like, it was, like, we we did a couple, we did, I don't know, we did some shit going down there, but, like, um, but we did not have a van. We were not, not a, so we were, like, a van that, I mean, at that point we didn't have a van. Anyways, we rented this, this thing called this fucking red van that was called Clifford and it had been kind of around like it was a very promiscuous van I'll say it that much it, it okay. had been on a lot of tours with a lot of bands and it was it stunk like shit and it had no seats in the back at all also only one window for the whole back Ooh. it had back windows but only one small window for the sides no side windows only front pretty much only front and back windows yeah uh, and then it it, there was we were on like a love seat so there's five people there's driver's seat captain's chair yep. fucking and then three of us sitting on like I guess a love seat in that was facing the side you know like you know like how you'd load a love seat in there yeah facing the fucking entrance door and then it sunk in in the middle so the two people on the outside pushed in on the guy in the middle and that's the way we drove all the way to California with and so I learned to sleep on floors and stuff like that. And so, like, if you, like, I just remember that we'd make, like, a nest, like, of everybody's. We just eventually were just like, okay, well, let's just throw everybody's fucking sleeping bags, and you can sleep in the nest. Mm. And whoever has to drive next sleeps in the fucking nest. Yeah, that's And then fair. they wake up, and then you leave them alone. Like, there's there's a strict a strict no fucking with anybody asleep policy. Yeah. Right when you get in the, right when you get in the band, if you tour with any band, anybody that's in a band out there, I would 100% address it right away, say, hey, if we're going to go anywhere out of town, there's a rule where we do not fuck with each other while we sleep, and we actively make sure that nobody else fucks with people while we sleep. Because that is a fucking way to keep a band fucking together. Yeah. You do not fuck with people while they fucking sleep. Also, uh, to add to that, don't fall asleep when you're supposed to be the guy in the nope. captain's chair. Nope. Um, Shotgun always stays yeah. awake. Yeah, yeah, stays awake. That, oh, we almost, Passengers we almost died on the last up. tour, yep. just because that dude passed out. Yep, and, and I was it happens. Myself. It yeah. happens, but once that guy falls asleep, that means it's time to pull over in yeah. general. It's fucking. If that person falls asleep, you can't be driving around by your fucking self. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, learn that the hard way, not fully the hard way, but hard way. Could have uh, been harder. It could have been harder. Pull, that next, doesn't mean it's not hard. <laughs> next exit, though, I pulled over. I kicked him out of that seat. So, still love that dude to death, but fucking don't fall asleep. And he's still there. Well, you kicked him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's you okay. Okay. Let's try these. So, Pineapple yeah. or strawberry. Uh, I want to save the pineapple for last because I feel like love it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna try the strawberry. All right, we're gonna do strawberry now for people that are still keeping up. Strawberry white claw. Uh, while he's pouring all this, uh, definitely go check out the new album. Could be worse. Not only because it's fucking amazing and super good, um, and it's really good punk, like quick punk music, but also, if you remember, I've had him on the podcast a couple times. We had Tightwire on. We had. Uh, Charlie Siren on Tane Graves actually helped produce this uh, absolutely this record so uh, I remember the day that he got the vinyl and he like he was like dude check this out because he was staying here at the time and I was like dude that's fucking sick dude, Tane's Tane's the fucking best we like the best um, we ever had we would best say <laughs> he's like uh, I mean Tane's the fucking best he's, yeah. he's yeah. our and he's like he has the same kind of like he is the same kind of like love for big harmonies and you know, like these 
big sounds that that I have that I'm like that, but at the same time he's also really good at. I I love recording. We are, I recorded all my vocals with him. I love recording with him because he's the kind of person that's like, if he, if we're going big, he wants to do it big and mm-hmm. he supports that. But also he's very good at being like, eh, I don't know if you really need that. Man. Yeah, he'll be real with it. And you. it's and that's good. It's it's perfect. He's a he's super fucking talented. He's yeah. a I'm I got I got a chance to hear some of his new Tyler songs. They're fucking. Nice. I'm jealous. Uh, Tane, send me those. Yeah, he let me sing them. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, I I will always love Tane. Uh, it's without. Yeah, actually, this this room is where we recorded probably three, yeah. three quarters of the three quarters of the revisions of yeah, could be worse is right in here. Yeah. Uh, without without Tane, I wouldn't even be here. We wouldn't even be doing this. One, one, he told me to hit you guys up, but two, I probably would never have moved to Minnesota if it wasn't. Uh, in, in a roundabout way yeah. because of Tane. Hey, so. first of all, here's the Tane. Here's the yeah. Tane. Here's, here's the Tane. Here's a nice strawberry seltzer. Let's strawberry seltzer to Tane. Let's see what this tastes like. Let's turn the tables on you. Where did you come from? <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, Where so, did you move from? Iowa? You came up to Minnesota from Iowa? Yeah, so I'm originally Part from like Iowa. the Iowa City area in oh, Iowa. Yeah. Um, I've known... So I, I met Tane... Blue Moose. Yeah, Blue Moose is sick. Oh, Blue Moose Townhouse, uh, Iowa City. I love yeah. that spot. Yeah, it's not Elliot. there. It's not there anymore. What? what? Yeah, they uh they sold the place last year before the pandemic. What? Too. Yeah. What the fuck? Who fucking who? To who? Uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. Tim Trump Tim Towers. I, I fucking, ah! There's no other fucking, answer. Fucking hope yeah, not. Son of a bitch. Um, no. Yeah. So they they sold the year before the pandemic, which is crazy. God, my fucking heart. There's so many good bands I saw there too, but. I mean, my real my real favorite place, and everyone that listens to this probably knows, is uh, Gabe's, which is like a block and a half yep. away. That's like the good DIY dude, that's spot. that's the fucking... Yep, dude, yep, yep, yep. Those... Uh, God. Gabe's I, is, is tight. Right? Iowa City is always there. so tight because it's like just close enough that like any band that you like love that you want to go down there and see is like close enough. Like, all right, cool. Really, honestly... Like realistically, you could be like, "All right, I'm going to that show and I'm driving back yeah. that night," assuming you're not going to have any beers or anything. Yeah. I know the Charlie Siren dudes have got done with the show and then immediately drove all the way back. That and I was, sucks. I mean, I was just back in, in yeah, <laughs> hey, man, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, but I was just down in that area last week because I went home for a week or whatever. But Hell yeah, uh, but yeah. So I met Tane with the original line of Charlie Siren yep. at uh, another venue called Yacht Club. And I had just started booking shows, and I was like, hey, if you guys are coming back through, let me know. I'll see what I can do for you. Came back through. This time, the five-piece band came. That's how I met Aaron and Dustin. Hell yeah. And uh, always was cool with Tane. Got along better with Aaron. No offense. Um, nah, fuck Tane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I want to... I wanna... Yeah. <laughs> On the record! On the record. Uh, and then, like, I would visit for the past few years, and uh, Aaron was like, yo... We still have a room available. You should just fucking move here. And I was like, yeah, I should just fucking move here. And then I moved here, and a pandemic happened. And, and then a fucking, <laughs> and then riots happened. Uh, and then supportive parents happened. And then supportive parents uh, happened. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Absolutely. Hell yeah, I'll choose that. What's everyone feel like for the strawberry? Uh, you know what? I'm liking it. I yeah. think it's a little bit less yeah. intrusive than the... Uh, than the the Bud Light ones that I'm yeah. familiar with, the other strawberry ones. Yeah. I think it's a pretty 
both these ones have actually been very like very like leaning more to the seltzer side than they are yeah. to the flavor side which I appreciate because I am the kind of gentleman who likes to have I don't know six seven seltzers at a time maybe so t- I like maybe to, 12 maybe yeah. 12 that's I mean, normally how I get this body it's just like count you know? <laughs> uh, well, see I was feeling the other way where the strawberry I felt like was more prominent a little bit than okay. the Bud Light one. It's funny the Bud Light one tastes like the the aftertaste tastes like you just smoked weed. It is a really <laughs> weird, it's a really weird thing. I mean like what's weed? I yeah I mean I've never heard. <laughs> we were doesn't smoke weed, but I've heard of it though. I've also heard of it. I heard about it on the wire. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about it on national television. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking Nancy Reagan was like, go ahead. It's fine. I listened to Bill Clinton <laughs> say that... I listened to Bill Clinton say that marijuana was illegal. Hey, man, he said he didn't inhale, but at least Bill Clinton could be like, hey. Be like, Somebody hey, else inhaled. Hey, this seltzer tastes a little bit... <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, I didn't inhale, but I sure shit tasted it. <laughs> Tastes like, ah! tastes like strawberry and weed. Right. It does, though. Taste that taste that seltzer. This does not have the weed aftertaste. I uh, will not hold against White Claw. It, uh, I think that's fucking good. Both of us, the yeah. blackberry and the strawberry. Yeah. So, great. Far, so far, this new pack is killing it. Absolutely good. Can I interject yeah. a, devil's ab- a devil's advocate point? <laughs> as far as I remember, there was a 70-calorie pack of White Claw that was released... Uh-huh. Yes, that had maybe not strawberry, but they had pineapple. There's yeah, I they have looked at them. They had pineapple. The seventy calorie pack. Yeah. So so let me let me say this. I did not. I saw that seventy calorie pack, and I was like, okay, interesting. And then I saw the alcohol content, and I yeah, was like, it, what is it, it like? drops down. It was like three, four, or something like that. Yeah, it was it's like, at least four. It was it was significantly less, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not buying it. Yeah. Well, I'll, so, I, will, I will wait until one of my friends shows up with one of them, and I'll try yeah. it. So originally we were going to buy it because that was the only way you could get a pineapple. Now they released the new, this new pack, so fuck the 70 calories. I'll just do the 100. You know what? Which leads right into... Yeah, we'll just get right into Right into the next taste. Let's, let's try this pineapple, baby. Time. Let's find out. Also, we're all splitting one. We're not... Uh, yeah. We're not all drinking... I mean... We're not heathens. No, I mean, like... <laughs> if I mean, I don't have my funnel with me, otherwise... <laughs> Otherwise, we could all probably. While, drink while, our you're, own. while you're also pouring this, uh, could be worse. Um, like also, like I also just said, super good. You guys were just shooting a nine-song video ish. Yeah. Uh, yes. When like when's that supposed to be coming out? That's a great fantastic question. question. <laughs> um, it's kind of a little bit up in the air. So we had so the story with this is that. It, um, we recorded all the instruments for our, all the instrumental stuff for our, uh, for Could Be Worse at Tree Speak Studios. What? Tree, Tree Speak Studios. <laughs> God. Uh, we... with, with Tree Speak Studios, uh, in Columbia Heights with Xander Moser. And, um, we, well, we wanted to. We, we, wanted... Had, we had such a good fucking time. And, like, Xander knows what he's doing so fucking well. Yeah. That we were like, let's, you know, we haven't played in this in this long. We've been sending music back and forth with each other. But it just was like, we didn't, like, you know, we never got that. We never had our chance, like, playing shows on this on this EP or anything like that. And, like, we're itching to do something. So we were like, let's do 
like a live video, and we were supposed to do it around Thanksgiving, but we didn't feel comfortable with it, uh, with pandemic stuff. Um, we wanted to make sure that you know everybody felt 100% comfortable, that people were actually like, you know, at least on the road to being vaccinated, right. or... Yeah. We had COVID you know, numbers, we had COVID numbers spiking at that time. Absolutely, okay. and we were like, and we, uh, we just didn't, didn't want to be privy to that kind of, you know, we didn't want to, to add to any of that stuff. So, we waited. Uh, I think it was a good good move to wait. Yeah. But um, we've been planning it for a long time. Uh, so, it got pushed back several months until what, uh, probably what was it? Uh, we End did. of March, March 15th. Or we ended up doing March, yeah. middle yeah, of March. Middle or, of March. Yeah. Uh, instead of November. So, we've been planning it for a long time. Uh, and we ended up uh, recording, doing everything. We we're going to put it on ourselves. Then we got a, um, uh, a chance from, we got contacted by Pizza Luce to uh, be included in part of their, like a, a what is it called, Pizza and, um, Pizza and something? I mean, Pizza and... Yeah, I guess I don't know and, the official name. They, we, pizza we Party, I think, something like that? We are partnered. <laughs> we are partnered. <laughs> we were... Good Lord. Is this middle school? Well, we were, we were, we were selected... Or, or uh, yeah, we were selected, I guess I should say. Yeah. We were partnered in with with um, with Ian Rands for, uh, for like from a... From Drinking with Ian. Drinking, uh, from Drinking with Ian fame. Yep. Um, not from Public Access and Nights Being Love. So we, and we, um, right, we were selected to record this program, or to, to do our studio session, and then be part of a part of a pizza luce rollout whereas yeah. what, what several, we're kind of gathering yeah, several, is a virtual several. a virtual block party is kind yes. of what we're okay, gathering exactly. and, there's, and there's a, a bunch instead of instead of a in-person pizza yeah. luce block exactly party. And, they, and they chosen a couple couple groups that had uh that had done previous block parties we did the block party this uh the last one that they did uh the pre-covid yeah. one and we uh, did with birthday suits sean yeah. anonymous yep sean anonymous is doing one uh carnage executioner Yep. Um, and Mark uh, Malman. Mark Malman is doing one too. So there's a lot of, a lot of big names that are doing, uh, that are drop going to be dropping some stuff. I don't know if, I don't know if Pizza Luce likes us talking about it, but here we are. Here um, we are talking. Here about we are it. talking about it. Uh, that being said, we're waiting on all the logistics of figuring out who goes when, what gets. I, I mean, I believe that it's uh, you know, it's a Pizza Luce tie-in, so mm-hmm. it's some sort of like. Whatever works for their situation. Whatever schedule. works for their situation. Our yeah. shit is ready to fucking go, though. We okay. watched yeah. uh, Lee, our, Lee our, our fucking our brilliant, drummer. Our brilliant drummer, it did shot everything, edited stuff. I mean, he I mean, he got everything set up. It's He did just a fucking incredible job. It I'm I'm so pumped to be able to see it. Cause it like, it's like a nice... I mean, it's... it's uh, it honestly sounds like we, <laughs> we aren't even recording it live, to be honest. It's yeah. I mean, Xander did. Well, such, I mean, everybody did such a fucking great job. I definitely. Oh, we recorded. I, a, I definitely sound fucking. Live. We recorded it live. We recorded it live. We are live as hell. <laughs> I, I might sound a little more live than other people. I think, but, but, they um yeah we're very super excited to put it out. It's uh yeah I think it's so cool to like be able to have like a whole set that's like professionally recorded right and you know it's like a good example of like you know if. You since we're not really a touring band, if you don't get the chance to, if we're not to be touring around, at least you can catch a whole set. Yeah. You know, 
with this, I'm super excited for it to come out. I mean, it's got to be like next month or two here. It'll, it's yeah. going to move fast when it happens. And I mean, yeah. God, what a, <laughs> what a shit. What a, like, ah, uh, when's it coming out? <laughs> oh, sometime. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Soon, I hope. No, but like, I'm, I'm stoked for it to come out. Um, like, we just, got to see it. We had a so. little, we had a little, uh, a little viewing viewing party at Lee's yeah. at Lee's apartment and yeah, fucking it was it's turned out awesome. I'm so Lee did such a good such a good job. Well, I'll, I'll cheers to that for the pineapple. Cheers, and pineapple, for, and for the future release. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pineapple like cloth. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Ooh, that's delicious. Right. I'll fuck with that. Ooh, and that's le- it's less acidic than the truly one. Mm. Mm, I'm about that. Yeah. Damn, this fucking third, whatever third string. What? Ah, fuck! I should have looked at the box. Whatever the whatever the new, they're branding it like a different. Whatever this. Uh, what else do we have? Just fucking mango. Ah, yeah. Fuck the mango. One. Yeah. <laughs> Had it in the other boxes. It's done. Yeah, we're done. Uh, no, but yeah. So I'm stoked on on when that gets released because I know it's gonna be sick. Especially like like you were saying, you guys don't tour a lot. Especially with pandemic going on, this is a, this is a great time to check out sets. Right, uh, and if anything, if anything, it will show you a, at least a a hint of what it's like to to come see us. Yeah, it's not quite the same. Yeah, we're not near. We're not nearly as drunk in that video. <laughs> no fucking way. You you kind of. I mean, I, <laughs> I I spent that whole that whole day that yeah. I mean, well. When you when you when you watch the when you watch the the live video, you'll see that I, I mean, I've got a whole tray of drinks next to me. I just drank. I was like, ooh, I'm like, well, I like to, uh, I, like to dr- I like to drink when I record. Anyway, like, to be honest, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I like to drink when I sing. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm gonna let you guys know a little <laughs> secret, a little industry secret I've learned over my years of singing in a band. One good trick. Have a drink. Yeah, it keeps you uh, uh, hype, like uh, yep. Whatever yeah. the word is for your vocal cords. It's called drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I highly on. suggest it. I was in a fucking. I was straight edge in a band for a long time, and man, I sing way better now. <laughs> tell you that much. Um, but yeah. At any rate, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of hot toddies, tons of them, and I was like, ooh, this is good for my throat. Just, just hot water and honey, and you know, some whiskey, and then you have like, I don't know, like. Six of them <laughs> by like five p.m. and so I'm uh, I'm glad it turned out as good as it did because I definitely went home and was very drunk that day. You know what? You know what, Ned Webster? Me too. Yeah, my beautiful fiance. You know what, Ned Webster? Not to let me keep hanging out. Bless her heart. So you guys did release a music video for vicious shit, vicious shit cycle. Sorry. Absolutely. Uh, and it's, it's not an easy song to say. <laughs> try saying it five times faster when you're not drinking. Absolutely. Um, yeah, don't judge me, people listening. Uh, but it's it's a super... One, the song is super good and catchy. But two, you guys, I feel like, knocked it out of the park with the music video. Because it's just... I mean, it's like a claymation, but it's Dude. not claymation. It's so good. Lee, it Lee, fits once so again, well. once again, I want to fucking jock Lee once, once again. Uh, he's just stepped up. Like his, he was just like, I have an idea for a stop motion video and I'm going to try it. And Lee just was like, that's Lee's first time 
doing any sort of fucking stop motion anything. No shit. No joke. Oh, he just fucking yeah. went into it. I was like, I think I can do this. And I'm like, he's like, I'm gonna do it. And then he like, <laughs> he was like, and the, he was like a little quiet in the group chat for <laughs> for a week or two. And fucking dude, knocked it out of the park. It's so incredible. I'm like, I'm like when that when that cup barps, it's fucking oh, yeah. incredible. <laughs> Dude, the whole thing. I'm like, whole damn, dude, great. I am that cup. <laughs> <laughs> the the whole thing's great. I mean, even, that's that's hundred percent Lee. He's a. Uh, I mean, the dude's the dude's a maniac. Even the 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 movie posters like on the wall. For I know. Shit. That's you, the best. You, you, they're like like I'm looking at the the still images from it. So like, there's one for Jaws just called Cups. Yep. There's Cup Threat. Uh, I think there's Cup Watch. Cup Threat is so. <laughs> uh, Black Cup for you know, uh, Black Flag. And then, uh, man, he, yeah, the, the, the detail that went into it was fucking crazy. He's, uh, he's, a it's, we're fucking blessed. I yeah. Mean, I, I'll tell you this much. If I was in charge of putting together some sort of stop motion <laughs> thing, we got four seconds long and it'd be like that, like the, like the Ben, like the Ben Wyatt on, uh, on, <laughs> uh, on Parks and Rec where he's like, he's like, oh yeah, would a crazy person do this? That's what <laughs> So I tried to do a stop motion like video once and I realized like after like taking like 20 fucking pictures of this shit, I was like, no, this isn't worth it. And I just fucking stopped. So shout out to Lee for fucking pulling through. Absolutely killing it. And the amount of memory that he he was telling us too, the amount amount of memory that fucking comes with, with all this video stuff is fucking insane. The running, running four cameras or whatever. He was just like. Talking about trying to send files and trying to like, Oof. sounds, sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, Lee, thank you, thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for all you do. I'm gonna pour a shot to Lee right goddamn now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, to everyone listening, like I mentioned, definitely go check that. Go check out. Could be worse. Also check out. Fuck it, whatever, because it's also solid as as fuck. Um, but yeah, go go check out. For sure, could be worse because these guys didn't have the opportunity to play a full, you know, nice album release show. So, do them the props. Go check it out. They have vinyl up on their Bandcamp. Donations are still going uh, to different uh, organizations. So We're moving it around. Yeah. So fucking get it. Comes with a free koozie and stickers. How can you beat that? They get the free. <laughs> We're 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 working on some new some new fun merch too, so it's gonna be hell yeah, hell yeah. We're excited. We like to. <laughs> uh, I know I would already own this uh, this record in my collection if I didn't just put myself on a record freeze. Uh, oh baby, I'll just donate one. Dude, I'll, I'll go. All right, I'm calling a cab home. I'm coming right back. <laughs> dude, it's it. So it's gotten bad. Uh, so I had a couple records already, just because like I was helping somebody's out and like. Just really wanted to support them. And then I finally, like, really started getting into records, like, in December. Yep. And let's just say it's good that taxes and the stimmy hit because uh, yep. I jumped up real fast. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta pump the brakes a little bit sometimes. I mean, it's all about, like, the, the hardest part is, like, man, if you're gonna move, you gotta move all those fucking records. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a, a decently sized... I mean, like, what? What? I don't know. What is a big record collection? Like, I don't know. I have, I have a lot of records either mm-hmm. way. I have a lot of records and I have a lot of comic books. So moving, any of my shit. I mean, I got, a, I got a lot of stuff. I like, I like things. Yeah. I like to collect things. I mean, I've been collecting comics since I was a kid. 
I mean, the second I got in the vinyl, I never fucking stopped. I've been doing that for years and years and years. Fucking, I mean, I mean, I got fucking, I want, I want to hang posters up on my, I want right. to fucking, you know, hang nice art up on my walls. It's, moving is a fucking bitch yeah. for me. Uh, so I'm like, I'm like, that's my biggest, and like, honestly, like, space. Space and organization is my biggest reason for, like, pumping the brakes. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, God, I fucking, like, I let myself have, I will, these are my rules. I will allow myself to order new releases, uh, to re, to get, like, pre, like, you know, pre-orders from bands that I already love. Mm-hmm. You know, so every time, you know, every time I die has a new record, I or, pre-order it. Every time I'm the Avalanche is out, I have a pre-order. Today I pre-ordered... The new Drug Church Ooh. album. Dude. I was gonna do that one, but I was already on the freeze, so I had so to stop. Like, if you're on the freeze, you're on the freeze, man. Yeah. I understand. My my freeze is like, okay, I don't go to stores and go record shopping right now. Yeah. I will allow myself to buy stuff online, but I also stay away from eBay. I've got, I mean, I've got like, I also have a very large Beastie Boys collection, and I've always got like, I'm always like kind of looking, mm-hmm. and I have a couple white whales out there that I'm like, if I see this, I'm going to buy this. Yeah. I have a. I have a. Do you have Do you have the ability to like bleep something out? Oh yeah. All right. I need you to bleep out the price on this. Okay. I am looking for the the Weird Al vinyl accordion uh, box set that's okay. out there. It's called the Squeeze Box, and it goes for dollars. Oh wow! And ah, uh, the second that I can actually lock it down, I'm going to buy it. It's 17 records. Three quarters of it is never released on vinyl. I need to have it. I love Weird Al so much. I need to have it. Yeah. No, uh, I, yeah. I, I feel you on that. Um, <laughs> e, dude, even when I first started, I was like, okay. like uh, Sometimes my, you just got to pay yeah, for the things you fucking want. My buddy was like, what I would recommend, like you're just getting into this, never spend more than like 15, 20 bucks on a record. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And that works for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it worked for like a week. And then someone... <laughs> And then someone was like, hey, I have uh, Counterparts' Profits on oh. vinyl. And I was like, okay, yeah, uh, here's 90 bucks. I'll take that. I'll um, take it. Wait, which which record is that? That's, that's their the, that's their first first. First, like, oh. like Before the, they were signed. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. Yeah. I was going to say, I bought, I gonna say, I, I bought the, the first big Counterparts record from Boomer. Uh, when he was hard up. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll take that. So, I, that. so I... So I paid a lot for that one, and then I paid a decent penny, not like overly crazy for. Um, uh, now it's gonna. Uh, I, should, I, mean, I like, shouldn't lose it because it's my favorite know, album. But you know, money, yeah. mo- like what you pay for a record is like what you pay, what you put into it is what you get out of it. It's like yeah, you know, like what's expensive to you is not does not mean it's like it's all subjective. You know, like yeah. so, for some people, it's like for me, like spending, you know. Twenty dollars on like fucking anything that like I don't know that fucking like twenty dollars on any like Justin Bieber record for the month. God, what a bad <laughs> example, but like you know like or a uh, fucking twenty bucks on any like I'm trying to think of a band that I don't give a shit about. I've got one. <laughs> I mean. I mean, you know what? Twenty bucks on a band you don't give a shit about is probably too much to spend on it. But you know, like, it's some, a, it's like you know, like you eighty dollars on something that you like that you like. In my mind, I'm from I'm from the from a world of. I mean, I graduated high school in two thousand two, hmm. so you think about that, and it's like all of 
the records that I grew up listening to that I got super into between the years of like you know 1999 to like 2007 that's like all times so it's all CDs right so if those things even existed on vinyl or they're getting re-released on vinyl they're all like super fucking expensive I, I can't think of one fucking record that from when I was a kid that I'm I'm like chasing this Limp Biscuit three dollar bill y'all their first fucking re- their first record and I cannot fucking first of all it only exists once on a pit on a picture disc and it's like a hundred and sixty bucks if you can even fucking find it. So yeah, I'm chasing uh, also Limp Bizkit's, uh hot dog flavored water and chocolate starfish. Not even feasible. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm yeah. like also chasing that. <laughs> We're chasing the same thing. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm like I like I I mean. I grad like I said I graduated in two thousand two. I was super heavy on that fucking new metal shit. I fucking loved it. Right. I was like in in think about what you listen to. Like when you're in seventh grade, it's like right when you're fucking finally deciding to like. Not I'm one. I'm not just trying to be cool. I like can make decisions on like what I like and what I don't mm-hmm. like. Like I feel like when you're in elementary school, you're kind of like kind of like forced into like you gotta like try and be cool. Yeah. A little bit, you know, because like you're trying to like that's how fucking little kids are. They fucking like if you're not cool when you're a little kid, you turn out to be a fucking you know you turn out like nerdly. I was not cool when I was a little <laughs> kid. So I fucking had to like I was like all right well what do the cool kids listen to and so I fucking listen to all sorts of different shit yeah but by like seventh grade or something like that I'm like well, okay well I know what the fucking cool kids listen to but I don't give a shit about that this sucks like in seventh grade for me I'm like I don't want to listen to fucking Puff Daddy <laughs> I want to fucking listen to Get Ready to Hit the Machine yeah. I want to hear fucking uh, at that time I wanted to hear Corn I wanted to hear Limp Biscuit all that stuff I'm like Limp Biscuit's first album is a fucking banger and so it was such a good banger that I actually stuck through it through. Chocolate Starfish. Chocolate Starfish is when I was like, all right, this is getting kind of bad. See, that's the one that introduced me to. And I love that. So, like, like, that's what always be my top. I'm, like, I'm, like, always, I feel like I'm always a little bit older than the people that I hang out with. Just, like, a little bit. Yeah. But those, like, formative years are, like, really important where it's, like, your intro to Limp Bizkit is my exit to Limp Bizkit. Right. So, it's, like, a weird, I don't know, it's, it's weird, but, like, you know, it's, like, but everybody has their own shit. Yeah. But either way, that record was, that was CD- Fucking, that was the CD of life. Yeah. Nobody fucking that that barely even got released Ooh. on vinyl, if it, if at all. Yeah. I keep finding bootlegs of it, and I was like, I kind of want to buy those bootlegs, but I'm not spending hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that'll see the bootlegs. price, and I'm like, Ugh. nope, fuck that. I love that we're looking at the same fucking Limp Biscuit records online. Cheers. Here's that. I can't wait to. <laughs> I can't, I can't. <laughs> we are gonna be fucking. I'm gonna text you the second. Oh, the dude, second that I see anything with those, <laughs> please, they're gonna get released. Please do. They're going to. Please do. They're going to. Also, the problem is that the music industry changed so much mm-hmm. that all those labels, a lot of those labels that existed that were there that own those rights, yeah, no longer exist. Mm. Like, um, I mean, what was it? Interscope that was like the that ha- that had those Limp Bizkit records. Like that, I don't think that label exists anymore. Like drive the all the drive through record stuff. Like none of the, like drive through like doesn't they sold to MCA. And then MCA folded, and they turned into Geffen. I don't even know what the fuck. I, I, I don't know if Geffen's a label anymore. Yeah. It's like things get passed around so much that the rights and the masters are fucking like, where the fuck are they? Right. I spoke to. I mean, like I, I talked to to Chad from Newfound Glory when they were on tour, and I fucking caught him at the merch booth. Where I was like, "What's the fucking deal? Like, when are we gonna get <laughs> fucking? When are we gonna get the re-release of the fucking self-titled and Catalyst? Like, fucking what the fuck?" And he's like. 
I don't fucking know. I don't know where any of that shit is. He's yeah. like, I don't know. That's crazy. Man. He's like, he's like, we don't have like that's what what being on a label is. You know, like especially when you're on like a major label or something like that. It's like your shit disappears. Yeah. Especially if your label disappears. Mm. I mean, like fuck any. Either way. Yeah. So again, welcome to welcome back to beers with uh, beers about records. Um, thank you for sticking through this whole thing. Yeah, thanks uh, for sticking through the lip biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> the lip biscuit record. Thank play. you for thank you for that <laughs> staying through through that whole tangent. Um, but yeah, so as we're back, Boomer's back from uh, smoking his cigs. You know. Cheers to Lee. Love cigarettes. Cheers to Lee. Cheers to Lee. <laughs> <laughs> We've had we've had White Claws. There's been tequila. There's been Miller Highlights. Of course, there's been PBRs because you know it. it's fucking beers with bands, and that's how Damn I right. do. It. Uh, so I feel like we're fully at that time. Uh, I mean, we've talked about could it be worse. We talked about it quite a few times. Uh, not enough times. Go fucking listen to it if you're listening to this. Go listen to it. Uh, buy the vinyl. I don't give a shit. Um, but we're at the time in the episodes where I like to ask you guys about your shitty tour well i mean they can be shitty amazing terrible super great tour or show stories Ooh, i've got one to lead it off let's fucking do it all right so <laughs> in the years 2009 to 2012 i played guitar in a band called vania and that was like we have a fucking extensive tour history that i've got on paper digital paper Dig- <laughs> got on digital paper now. I've got, ah, I I've got his digital paper. I've got our full tour history on that, and exactly. this is one of the funniest things ever. So we were in the year two thousand nine. We did a tour. <laughs> I hate to like even express and expose most of this. I have to go. <laughs> oh, good. Right. Yeah. So we did a tour in the in the fall of 2009 or 10 um, with Lionheart. Oh, shit. Based out of Oakland, California. Thick as Blood, based out of Miami. And I actually believe it's pronounced Miami. <laughs> Miami. That's what Will Smith would say. Damn right. And Endwell, based out of uh, fucking Queens, New York. And we played a show. Um, we had on that tour, we had 22 nights of fights in a row. <laughs> 22 nights of fights. That's not even, a, that's not an exaggeration. We had 22 nights of fights but in a row. But who's counting? Who's counting, right? <laughs> and we did a show in Dallas, Texas at Mocha's Coffee Shop. I believe it was called Mocha's Coffee Shop. Which had like, in this coffee shop, they had like a full venue in the main room, but we played the side room. And we did. <laughs> it's so good. We did. So we showed up for the show, and we had. <laughs> we had um, the local band. It was like the four of our bands on tour, and the local band showed up. And the local band was like, all right, all right. You know, like, we're pretty hot shit around town. Like, we should play last. 
and all of us said like oh, this fucking story. Yeah, and all of us said like okay. All of us said like okay, play last. Like we don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck you, you know, like if you're actually hot shit around town, everyone's gonna stick around. If right. you're not hot shit around town, then everyone's gonna go home. <laughs> and then so in the order of uh our set list we we had like it was like Vania played and then Endwell played the local band was slated last and then Lionheart played and then a couple of our members like when Lionheart was playing a couple of our members were like moshing side to side you know they were in the pit they were like fucking doing it up big time they were like yeah you get rowdy and then one of them hit one of them hit hit someone in the face on accident hit hit somebody on the sidelines uh, in the face on accident and this person was like all right fuck you and then they like you know they like they came at the guitar player of my band they like came at him they were about to deck him and then our friend mike Kahn, the merch guy for for uh, lionheart fucking crosshaired him decked him in the fucking head everybody's, everybody's missing all the cross punches right right decked him in the fucking head beat the shit out of him and uh you know from that point on we were like oh fuck oh fuck like mike just beat the shit out of someone (laughs) and then we we dealt the show we did the whole show and the local band played and it turns out the person mike beat the shit out of was in the local band (laughs) was in the local band so then (laughs) they they played their set local band played their set and then <laughs> we concluded the show and we're all loading out. We're all loading out. We're all like got our stuff into our vans and our trailers and all whatever. And then somebody from our tour package had come in, come inside the venue and come inside. Sorry. It's all right. He came back in the venue and he said, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Somebody wants to talk to you outside. I bet they do. And everybody fucking scared up. Oh, shit. And Mike walked outside. Mike walked outside, and everybody walked outside. And it was all of, like, the dude from the local band and all of their girlfriends. They are probably, like, you know, like, ten, ten guys. Ten gals. Like, ten gals. Ten gallons of Monster Energy drink, maybe. And they walked outside, and they, they, uh, they, they were in the parking lot, and they said, they said, "We're gonna fuck you up, right? We're gonna fuck you up." <laughs> and so the singer of uh, the singer of Lionheart, his name was uh, Rob. Oh, fuck Rob Johnson. Thomas. Johnson. Right. Rob, Rob Thomas. <laughs> right. Fuck his name was Rob Thomas. Uh, he said he was in some some uh, matchbook twenty, <laughs> some matchbook romance band. I gotta ask real quick though. Rob, I actually know his name. I just Wait, I'm so fucking. What, was this when the Lionheart singer was like jacked as fuck, or was he still like kind of hefty? You know. This was, this was, this was, he was, he was still, I I found Lionheart videos one day searching through YouTube and like they switched up and I was like, 
that dude got fucking jacked. Right. Like, I mean, it happens. You can, you can flip. You can flip some fast. Rob. Some fucking Rob Watson. Thing. My friend Rob Watson. He was not as jacked as he is now. Okay. Because you know. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. scared. Like, I wish I was that jacked, but like. I Rob mean, Watson. To be honest, I wish all of us were that jacked. <laughs> First of all, uh, I'd like to snap my fingers and make all of us that jacked. Right. It's super fucking cool. Dude, if I, was, funny. <laughs> if I was jacked for every beer that I've ever drank, I'd be fucking. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you. Wait, can you do that? You get more jacked Dude, I was trying to I was trying to Bang. use White Claws to do Oh, that. you know what? Shit, you gotta be I just I, I remember reading a thing In order to get jacked You gotta just You just gotta drink vodka sodas Oh, yeah, that's right I've been fucking up Dude, people in my country club Used to drink vodka waters all the time With with Mio's Boom, there you but go anyways. That's, that's how you stay That's how you stay yeah. ripped Rob Watson <laughs> Right So he was not as jacked As he is right now Okay He was not But He was still plenty Plenty hyped, right? Mm-hmm and these people, like from the Dallas local scene, were like there. They were talking shit, and Rob Watson was like, "No, like just go home, go home, whatever." We had a terrible. We had a friend. We had a friend with us named from Dallas. That she she ended up being a big piece of shit. She ended up. Fix- <laughs> All right, let's let's just keep going. Then. Skip or, skip that part of the story. Then. It's it's. This is the problem. It's integral to the story. Oh my god. It was just really but, this but it's story bad. This is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> was like our friend in deep Texas that she like beat the shit out of whatever. She she faked having cancer. Oh. Damn. So she's, so she's not our friend. But she's integral to the story. So Rob Watson from Lionheart is like face to face with these people. With these people and they're like fuck you, you know, fuck you. And he's like, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. And then our friend Mike, our friend Mike that got pit beef before, he comes up from above and he goes, BAM! (laughs) And he fucking hits someone in the face and then, like, everybody starts fucking fighting. Everybody starts fighting. I wish everyone could see this. We got the stand-up We got our friends. We got got Scuzz. We got fucking Matt from These Nuts. We got fucking... (laughs) Everyone, I just, everyone is just fuck fighting. And our friend from Texas that turned out to be a big piece of shit. She's just like, <laughs> she's just like. So I said it was like it was like ten dudes and their girlfriends. So girlfriends and she's like ripping their fucking hair out and she's just smashing on the fucking, smashing them on the car hoods and like doing all this shit. She's fucking them up. She's fucking them up so good. And it is fucking bananas. It is fucking so good. And our singer, our singer Chad is like, all right, I'm going to go in here. We're like, Chad, no. No, 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 He's like, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, and he comes back over here. We're watching people beat the fuck out of each other. And fucking Maddie and Scuzz, they're like, you know, like Maddie is like watching Scuzz is getting fucked up. And he's like, Scuzz! And he fucking grabs a guy and he fucking... Throws him down, he starts stomping his fucking head. He starts stomping him up, starts fucking him up. And we're watching all this shit go down, and we're like, we gotta get out of here. And we drive away, and then somebody in our band is like, we didn't get paid! (laughs) 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 And so we whip around, we whip around, and we come back, and we find the promoter out of the crowd, and we're like, ew! And we're like, we gotta get paid! And he's like, writing a check. 
what the fuck? For a hundred dollars, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here!" He's so pissed. He's so pissed when he came back. But um, kind of a promoter writes a check and doesn't have cash. <laughs> like I've promoted shows, I've never written a check. I, I think mean, well, I think he had to write a check because nobody came to our show. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it's also okay. it's really the fair deal. We had we had like thirty people come to our show, so we had to pay everyone. He was like, yeah, but you fought them all. Though. <laughs> you fought everyone in the fucking. Yeah, room, they all though. paid to get beat up. So, <laughs> so before you get into your story here, uh, no, I, fucking... uh, I have a, a that's my favorite two story. I, yeah, I have yeah. I have a, a show story that I really love, mainly because I I don't care for this promoter. Um, and everyone in the Iowa City area will know this this story because they were probably at the show. So it was like 2016-ish, maybe, at Gabe's in Iowa City. Um, Real Friends was headlining a tour coming through. They had, yep. It was Real Friends, Neck Deep, Cru- uh, uh, Cruel Hand, and I can't remember who opened the show. Yeah. But it was, it was a pop-punk band opened the show. Cruel Hand played second. So we're still early into the night. They get up there, and first of all, they tell the girls that are sitting up front in their nice, like, neck-deep shirts, saying, hey, heads up. It's going to get rough, and neck-deep doesn't play for another 30 minutes. Have fucking fun. And they were like, what? Uh, so they hit the first note, and they immediately the pit, the, the pit fucking opened. Uh, and for people that aren't aware of Iowa City shows or Iowa, Iowa shows in general, there is a collective out of Des Moines called the Des Moines... Hardcore Collective, they might still be around. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they would come. They would go to any place where a hardcore band was playing, and they most of them showed up that night. So they were on the pit. We're aware of it, whatever, whatever. But these kids that don't normally come to shows were not aware of it. They had those in Minnesota. They're called Maple Grove Kids. Oh, okay. Shout out to all the Maple Grove Kids. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there's there's one dude in general. Uh, I. I can't remember names. I also don't want to name names, but he's he's just doing his thing, two stepping in, in the fucking pit, just doing elbows, doing whatever, you know, having a good time. Well, apparently he, he must have hit a couple people on the outer edges of the pit, so the security guard tried to stop him. And this is the only show I remember there being a security guard at Gabe's because shortly after this, this dude must have fucking quit because he was not there anymore. So he goes in to stop this guy. And as he's trying to stop him, this dude's, you know, two-stepping. So he's, like, doing his elbows, elbows doing his arm. Yeah. Hits the security guard. Security guard takes that as, like, oh, he's trying to, like, fight me. So they they duke it out. Security guard loses easily, fast, hard. Like, fuck that dude. Um, But I specifically, like, there was this whole chaos. And it's, like, this is the second band of the whole set. One, y'all should have been ready. Like, this happens every hardcore show. But I remember specifically after the show, the promoter, who's not even from Iowa City, he was a Chicago promoter, and he would just, like, do shows in Iowa City and drive all the way down. He was like, I've never in my time seen what anyone get hit like that at any kind of show. And I, we were all just like, you bitch. Like, come. Like, it's a hard... You, there's a hardcore band on the set, like... Calm the fuck down, scrape yourself up, like fucking get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And uh, the rest of that show was great. Cruel Hand was fucking phenomenal. 
but yeah, that's as close as I can get to any sort of show that uh, had that many fights. But yeah, right. That the promoter was was uh, being a little bit of a bitch because he'd never apparently been into a pit or which you'd figure like in Chicago he'd been in some kind of pit, but like he took a minor hit and got the security guard and like this all escalated. Yeah, it's. I mean, but the, there's the. It's so fucking. Anybody that's played any sort of like, I mean, so so many of us have played so many small town shows where it's like. It's kids that are trying to, you know, do their fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's always like venues that don't understand it. It's always like, you know, people that are working like, and like, and I, I've, I've been on both sides. Mm -hmm. I have been, you know, like when I was young, like I was young and I was into hardcore bands and I was fucking, I was the person fucking like, you know, spin kicking fucking, (laughs) fucking just, you know, doing fucking like karate ass mosh. Yeah. That was me when I was young. And, but at the same time, it's like, I've also then, you know, fast forward 15 years and I'm the guy working at the club being like, Jesus fucking Christ, why are these, like, these fucking kids are ridiculous. Right. It's a, it's, it's, it's all just like a, it's, it's fucking rock and roll, baby. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, it's hard to like be, you know, I think the difference is that it's, you know, I mean, I worked at the. We worked at the Triple Rock for a long time. It's like I feel like that at that place they like the culture was that you understood that that's like what the party was. Yeah. You know, it's like you knew that that was all part of it, but like you, at a certain point, you don't let it get out of hand. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, you're gonna have fucking kids jumping on top of each other and fucking like you know, but like if you see somebody like you know, you know, crowd killing where they're like fucking jumping in and punching random people, yeah, and you fucking kick them out. Yeah. There, there's there's well, a, there's a point. We're like doing spin kicks and shit like that. Like if there's a pit, like fucking yeah. feel free go ahead. And there's like, but if you're gonna crowd kill, like that's a whole other thing. If, and if you don't have like the there's a, also like you know for me it's like you know, I, it was just a weird thing like growing up doing that kind of shit where it's like well yeah you you mosh hard you fucking you know you mosh hard but then it's like if you hit somebody yeah you like stop you're like fuck yeah. ooh shit I just clock somebody in the fucking nose and you stop and you fucking bend over and you pick them up right and it's like if they're not doing that. Then you know you got a fucking problem. Yeah, and then that's that's the difference between all of it. It's, it's like, what, is somebody trying to hurt people? Yeah, is somebody trying to like, exactly. or are people just having a fucking good time? And like that, you that know? was one thing that was nice growing up in the scene that I was in, where it's like, if those hardcore kids just show up and like things like someone got hit or something like that, I always visibly saw like, oh, they're they're helping someone get back up, like because they they got hit or like they fell for whatever reason, or let's say like their glasses fell off, like they're helping them get that shit, like they're realizing, oh, like. Hey, like I'm not a, I'm not a shitty person. Like, I'm yeah, having man. a good time. Like we're all having a good time. I mean, and no, like, it's, if, it's it's that yeah. kind of thing. Like that's what separates the fucking like. It's like that. I mean, that's like what separates. You know, there there is a you know large amount of people in fucking in a rock and roll environment that are fucking pieces of shit. That yeah. fucking suck. They can't handle their booze. They can't fucking you know, or they just come there to fucking like get all their aggression out. Right. In, in the point where it's like. Like we, I mean, we we're all fucking coming here to get our aggression out. You know, we're all coming here to like to get, you know, to, to release. You know, to like have our have our good time and fucking release. But it's like you can't fucking if your release is fucking getting off on fucking like hitting other people and like hurting people. Yeah. And they with no with no care about like repercussions or anything like that. I'm like fuck you, man. That's right. not that's not proper release. Yeah. 
there's a healthy way to do it, there's an unhealthy way to do it. Yeah. So. Like, like an ideal show is if you're getting close to, like, the edge of the crowd, they're just going to push you back into the middle of the circle, and you're not going to hit them at yeah. all. Uh, I've had many shows like that. I've had some shows where I've gotten, you know, hit in the head, and I'm just like, hey, dude, like, come on. But, like, it, it really, at the end of it, like, like you said, we're all having a different way of trying to release it. Just depends on how you do it. So Just be aware of other people, man. Oh, like, yeah. And, uh, everybody's trying to fucking have a good time. Yeah, we're all there. To, we're we're all there to enjoy the same band or bands. Just don't fuck up everyone's night. Absolutely. Um, I think that was going to lead into a story that you were, or was, we were just doing a PSA. <laughs> well, we're. Well, I mean, we did do just do always, a PSA. We're always doing a casual PSA. <laughs> PSA is with supportive parents. Yes, uh, absolutely. Oh shit. Uh, hardcore band, pop out show, moshing. That's my whole fighting. life, man. <laughs> that's that's been my whole life since fucking two thousand and one, probably two thousand, fucking since fucking um, I don't know what was the what was the last question you asked about? Um, well, I mean, we're into yeah, story time, so we're not really no yet. Shit, the questions yeah, right? about um, uh, yeah, I mean, like. Uh, well, I mean, it was really, like, this whole segment now is just any good, shitty, terrible, amazing, um... Tour story. Tour or show stories. Yeah, like, tour and show stories. I mean, like, Supportive Parents has been You should really... talk about, I mean, talk about the story we had on our, I was gonna our say, fuck it, whatever release show. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Boom. Do that. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell, tell a couple really quick, uh, Supportive Parents stories. Yeah. That, um, I mean... Supportive parents was very lucky because right off the bat, our very first show ever, um, our very first show was uh, I had the band that I was in prior to uh, Supportive Parents had done some shows, like some reunion shows, and uh, I had a buddy Todd that worked for a promotion company around here that um, had been. Normally hitting, normally he he would hit Gloria up for these these shows, and I hadn't been in a band, I hadn't been in any bands for like probably like a year and a half or maybe coming up coming up on two years, and I was I was loving it. Yeah, <laughs> like no responsibilities. No, it's I mean I I like I'll I'll never not be in a band, but like the small amount of time that I have in between bands is right. like oh. Felt so good. I had nothing to fucking do. Nobody's asking me to fucking do anything or write anything. It was fucking awesome. So before I joined Supportive Parents, uh, uh, in, in between those things, this dude Todd hit me up and was like, "Hey, my favorite band, pretty my favorite punk rock band, pretty much in the entire world, called I'm the Avalanche from Brooklyn, New York. They are. I mean, I, I like that. It's." My fuck, my it's the it's the singer from the movie Life. It was mm-hmm. the first band that I ever fucking decided. I was like, that's that's the kind of music I want to make. I want to make like some a little bit of hardcore, a little bit of pop punk, you know, like aggressive vocals, but still melodic. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been it's been noted. Anyone that knows me knows that I fucking love that band. Um. And I, he hit me up and was like, hey, I'm the Avalanche is coming through. Do you think Glory would want to play? And I was like, well, I'm not doing Glory right now, but I do have a new band that has
has like <laughs> four songs. I was like, I'm not going to sleep on this. I'm going to, I'm like, yeah, we'll play. Yeah. Like, my new band will play. My new band will play. So they booked us. And so Support Parents got to play our first show ever with my favorite band Oof. in the entire world. I am the Avalanche. Uh, played it at the Triple Rock. And it, it was, uh, I mean, that was like a life-changing moment for me. Where I was like, God, like. It made it just made me realize that like I mean like small like when you have like realistic goals and like you know you know like I'm like God it's I just I just realized that like some things that like I hold like so high you know like like goals that I hold so high are very very achievable mm-hmm. you know and um but yeah we fucking we played the first fucking show with my favorite fucking band ever that's amazing it was it was incredible. And, uh, and, yeah, it was, uh, so I mean, like, that's, in, in my opinion, that's, like, my, my best shit. I got to, got to hang with my, got to hang with my hero, got to smoke a little bit of weed with him and <laughs> fucking hang out and, uh, drink beers at my, at my favorite bar. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, fucking, we got, we got, uh, Support Appearance has been super blessed because we are a hardworking band that wants to play shows with anybody that wants to play shows mm-hmm. in general. And it just turns out that our second show was with this band, uh, this band from Minneapolis called Slow Death, who are fucking legends, fucking fantastic. Uh, and we knew we were booking a show with them where we felt, we felt like, I mean, we felt, we, I mean, I feel like Support Appearance has been very blessed by having lots of very good bands, like, help us out and would let us play with them yeah and one of one of those bands is a slow death and they let us play and then one of the show one of the bands on that show was pears from uh it was a fat it's a they're a fat back uh, <laughs> they're a fat wreck band now okay <laughs> but uh i mean we, we've just gotten to play such fantastic shows with such great bands like i guess just from working hard and be a casual regular band yeah i know i mean like as 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 you're like people can't see this obviously at home but he's cringing while he's trying to say that because <laughs> i i understand why you're trying to why you're cringing a little bit while you're saying that but like no like it makes sense like i mean like you guys mentioned earlier you guys are a band that you're not wanting to tour you're just trying to play shows like just do your thing and, and like, we're just we're just blessed to be able to play yeah. these fucking fantastic bands and uh you know we're, we're just uh I don't know we're thankful for every fucking thankful for every for every awesome show we play yeah. you know dude that's like that's amazing and especially being able to do that first show with not only your favorite band but it also being like I am the I am the avalanche which like is also like one of my top favorite bands as well like absolutely i don't know like we we we're gonna get along great obviously absolutely uh, and people haven't realized this yet limb biscuit i'm an avalanche we got this um oh. <laughs> <laughs> boom you're looking rough over there bud i am <laughs> i am a, i am a champion i am a champion for you whatever are. comes you are do you got another story in the in you over there boomer 
something that's, that relates to supportive parents. <laughs> oh, it doesn't have to be specifically supportive parents. I want to. I want to try and okay. focus yeah. in. Get whatever supportive parents. It has to be supportive parents. Are you a parent? Are you well, supporting? They can barely even be one. Uh, our, ba- our band is so <laughs> okay. is so delightfully is so. <laughs> I'd like to talk about the fuck it whatever release show. Oh Let's God! Do Let's damn. do it. Here we go. All right, this is actually a good story. And right. I these think... stories are actually pretty good. And so with the fuck it whatever release show. So I I worked at the Triple Rock. Same way Matt Webster did. I also worked here. at Triple Rock. Yes. My guest yeah. star, Matt Webster. R- Same way. R.I.P. to the Triple Rock. R.I.P. Triple Rock. Yep. R.I.P. Triple Rock. Hold on. First, uh, first and only show at the Triple Rock. I was able to stage dive, which was great. <sighs> Fuck yeah! Uh, it was the Charlie Siren. Uh, end of Charlie Siren show. Yep. What was I was there? Yeah, I was there as well. I drove up. You know I was there. Uh, it was a great time. The Charlie yeah. Siren. I, got, I I had a I had. A, while you're pouring these extra things, uh, I had a fucking po' boy. Yep, Is that what you guys did? Up. Yeah. Uh, it made me so full, I couldn't drink anymore, and I couldn't make myself throw up. It was a fucking terrible she time. She got you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would taste delicious, and I was like, this fucking sucks. Yep. Like, the entire right, time. Right. But anyways. That, Char- that Charlie's Iron Show was fucking... Oh. Historical. Good I'm on. Stuff. I'm on video stage diving, so it's great. Hell yeah! I want to see that shit. It's out there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, the fuck it, whatever release show at Triple Rock. All right. So we decided we wanted balloons, like standalone <laughs> balloons. Um, whatever you call them. What do you call them? Those My, they're called mylar balloons. Mylar balloons. Okay. So we spelled out fuck it, whatever. In mylar balloons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it costs a hundred. The idea, the idea came like, like two days before the fucking show. We yeah. We decided that, we decided that it would be. Can you imagine, big giant gold balloons behind you? Right. Said, Fuck, Fuck it. We all, then we all laughed, and then we were like, okay, well. Yeah, but we should do that though. Right. Do it though. So we end up doing, fuck it. Fuck it, whatever. Mylar balloons. With, you know, there's... Every letter. Each letter. Each letter is fully inflated with, uh, you know, with... with Like fucking 16 bucks a piece. Those were fucking expensive as shit. Right, it was like a $200 a piece thing. Jesus. No, I mean, but, hey, but what, how, how much cool does it get to fucking... Yeah. Dude, the pictures are incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. So we had, so me working at the Triple Rock, right, and Matt as well, I just... <laughs> I was there too. You know, I we brought the balloons in, we brought them to the back door, and we used gaff tape, we used whatever we had to, so we set the stage on the, on the background for fuck it whatever to be displayed like a, like a backdrop, like any other backdrop, like for a... For a national touring act or whatever, it's a <laughs> fuck it whatever with one by one Marlar Mylar balloons. Hourlar. Hourlar. Mauer Hourlar balloons. I think for Hourlar, not just Mylar, it's Hourlar. Right. So we set it up and it was great. And then we played this show. 
And then we played the show, and then Matt Webster puked into a trash can. All right, well, let me just let me just let me just backtrack this real quick. So okay. the so the the whole problem with with the fucking with the release show for uh. fucking whatever was the fact that I at some point developed this weird like tickle in my throat that like would make like at some point it, it was it it just Every time that I sang hard, I'd be like, Ugh! every time my my voice, I'd be like, finally, like, every time I got to that point, it would be like, it would make me cough. It would go, <laughs> you know, it would, it would tickle my throat so bad that I would cough, yeah. and the coughing would make me gag. And it happened for, what, like fucking eight months it happened? And I would have to stop practice, and I was like, like, we had this finished record, we didn't know, fucking, we are like, trying to put it out, and I was like, I can't, like, sing, man, I can't sing these practices, it fucking sucks. Everything tickles, everything, it, like, fucking tickles, it makes me, and then I would cough, and I would gag. And, like, I mean, that's just how, like, the, the gag reflex in the throat works, it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And so I went and saw several doctors over, like, a six-month period. And they were all just like, we don't know what it is. It's just your vocal cords are irritated, and they're extra sensitive, and we don't know what to do with it. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'm like, but I, I'm like, I sing in a band though, so like, could you guys like, I get it. Like, it's not a big deal for like a person that talks. Right. It wouldn't have been a problem for anybody that talks. Like, yeah. Just like talks in their regular job, no problem. But I'm like, but I have to go like. I'm like, I'm gonna do that, and I'm like, and the second I do, I'm like, <laughs> and then I cough super hard, and then I want to fucking barf. And so it became this whole thing where it's like, you know, like, your coughing hates your gag reflex. So it was getting to this point where I was like, I couldn't sing without almost barfing. And I had to, like, I would just have to, like, stop, and, like, the whole band would stop, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fucking barf. I'm like, oh, God. It's terrible. And then, eventually, like, we ended up, like, it, at, like, the, I, doctors didn't give me any fucking explanation whatsoever. And slowly, like, the two things, like, the date of the show that we were doing and doctors not being able to do what they, I was on a strict diet where, like, I wasn't eating any nightshade stuff. I was, like, I was adjusting my diet. I wasn't eating any, like, I was only eating pretty much rice and beans and, like, like soft chicken is what they called it where I had to like I couldn't even like maybe like I don't know it was a fu- this fucked up diet that I like ate vegan yeah. for like two months just trying to figure out what was going on like you know and nothing was going on and then finally like the, everything just crashed because I knew it was the show and I the doctors were like I don't know what to do and they gave me a mix of codeine <laughs> and fucking uh, they gave, they gave me some codeine and gave me some breathing exercises to do. And then the fucking, fuck it, whatever show came up. And I pretty much was just like, well, there's only one way to handle this. It was to take the, the codeine stuff mixed with a bunch of shots and a bunch of drinks and to just power through it and do it. And if you watch the whole supportive parents fucking whatever show it it is like 
very apparent that I, at the very end, hit a point where I'm like, all right, well, all this stuff is wearing off, and I hit a point where I, I'm like, all right, this is our last song, and I throw up right into a fucking, throw up right into the fucking garbage can. And it's probably one of the best. Uh, I met, I met a girl like a week later that was like, she she was a friend of a friend. She, I was like, well, how long have you been here? She's like, I've been here like a week. I'm like, have you seen any rock shows? She's like, yeah, I saw a band last week at the Triple Rock. The singer threw up on stage, and I was like, fuck. That was my band. It was, uh... but it made for a really weird. Uh, made for a really. Really good experience, and a lot of people remember that situation. Me throwing up on stage, but I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes, when you gotta puke, you gotta puke. Yeah, you know? I mean that's true. I guess one one last question uh, before we kind of ramp it out here. Uh, the name supportive parents. How does that come about? Because I'm guessing 2014. Mm. You guys are about. You guys are about 30-ish now. Yeah. You guys probably weren't all parents back then. Oh, it's it's right. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm 22. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The name Supportive Parents is actually a a really goofy name, believe it or not. Um, So this stems back from working at the Triple Rock. Uh, I worked... I worked on the... Triple Rock was split into two spots. It was split into like the show side mm-hmm. and like the bar side. Yeah. So it was kind of like a there was a disconnect between the two things. Um, I would be um, on the bar side working, and it'd be nice and quiet. And I'd pop my head over there to the other side. And uh, this, I honestly, the name comes comes from my friend John Henry. Is is honestly the the man that really coined the term but I took it and I ran with it and it's mine now bitch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but we talked and the entire idea was that I would pop my head over there and say how's the band and they'd be like must have real supportive parents and so it was the it was the the code word for like the band's not very <laughs> this band good. sucks <laughs> not very fucking good must have supportive parents and that was like the joke that was kind of what stuck and then we just rolled with it so and then Brian had a fucking baby and fucked it all up and uh, uh sweet Jude well damn it Brian Jude, now, it's, now it's now it's 20% less ironic now nah. sweet Jude shout out to, to Jude sweet boy yeah but it's uh we rolled with it and stuck with it for a minute. We were trying to be called, what was it like? Total Bummer. Total Bummer. We wanted to be called Total Bummer for a minute. But then we found out there was a band called, like, Epic Bummer or something. Oh, like that. no. Like, shitty Neighbors. Shitty Neighbors. <laughs> First, it was supposed to be Shitty Neighbors. All right. We, we are Here's supposed our to be called Shitty Neighbors. <laughs> and instead, we turned out to be supportive parents. Here's so we a... had the right vibe for it. But yeah. Shitty shitty. Here's our problem. We had shitty neighbors was on the docket. And it turns out some friends of mine on tour that I met in Cleveland, they had a... We we Googled this this name, shitty neighbors. Yeah. And we were like, oh, there's already a fucking 
punk band, a pop punk band in Cleveland named Shitty Neighbors. We're like, oh, fuck. We can't take that name. Turns out it was some friends of mine that I had met on tour. And I had met on tour. Um, <laughs> that was fucked up. I was on tour with a band called Tiny Moving Parts. And the opening band was Shitty Neighbors. And it turned out it was my friend Mark that I knew. That I knew personally. <laughs> and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. So supportive parents had, you know, right, we had stifened our name. And I said to myself, I cannot believe the chances were that I met in person shitty neighbors. Yeah, it's pretty, it's shitty ex- neighbors. I bought their seven inch. <laughs> I bought their seven inch and I bought their koozies and I bought their stickers. I actually kind of appreciate the name that our. I actually appreciate the fact that our name is kind of like a, like a like, a, a back backwinded ver- like a rewinded version of what we actually wanted to be named. It was yeah. like, imagine trying to tell my parents that I'm in a band called Shitty Neighbors. <laughs> it's way fucking easier to be like, hey, I'm in a band called Supportive Parents. Like, oh. Oh, that's fucking nice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right. My mom's my mom's like, oh, that's good. Oh, hey, I'm one of them. I'm like, that's right, mom. You are. There you go. No, I feel like the, I feel like the name worked out. Granted, I mean, shitty neighbors would have been great too. Uh, but supportive parents works very I well. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, like the, the goofiest part about our band is like our name doesn't fucking matter at all. Right. Like, it, yeah. it has nothing to do with how we fucking sound or what our shit is so this is what it is well like I mean with you guys being a punk band too like having a name like supportive parents or like any like obscure thing would work and supportive parents fucking works so somehow it fucking works it's the weirdest fucking thing I want to give one big shout out to you guys and supportive parents to for not to but for stopping by uh i one, I really appreciate that anyone gives a shit about this podcast. I've mentioned that a lot. But two, that you guys are wanting to stop by and do this in person because uh, you guys are, at this point, uh, pretty much vaxxed. I'm half vaxxed. It's great. I, We're full on vaxxed, baby. Yeah, like, Our whole band is straight up vaxxed. We, yeah. are, like, we are a pro-vaxxed band. We want, we want okay. everybody fucking, we want life to get back into a uh, normal swing. We're yeah. all about it. Like, I missed uh, doing these in person so much, and uh, it was great to have you guys by. Hell yeah, let's, let's do it like, again soon. Oh, uh, dude, for sure. For fucking sure. I have ideas for episode 100, thanks to uh, Barry. If you're listening to Barry, this is all your idea. You know what it is. Barry! Uh, but uh, for sure, I, I would love to have you guys on again, because I'm sure there's... We've only scratched the surface on the amount of stories that you guys probably tell. We've got two of us. There's yeah. a whole bunch more of us. Yeah, we're missing we're missing three guys here. People. I'd like to hear the uh I'd like to hear the, the story of just the other three guys with yeah. Blue Boomer drinking at the bar. Yeah. And you can come meet us there. So I do like the bar. <laughs> I like the, I like the bar too. Uh but yeah, so thank you again to support of parents. Thank you, Boomer and Webby for stopping by. I super thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. Thank you to fucking thank you yeah. to Mike and to Mike and to fucking Beers the Bands. Hell yeah, this has been fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for having us. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh quick shout out to Tane. Uh Tane for, Graves. Yeah. If it 
if it wasn't Tane being like, you need to have these guys on the fucking podcast. Why aren't these guys on the podcast? Have these guys on the podcast. Uh, it, it, I mean, it would have happened at some point, but it definitely happened faster because of Tane. Much faster. Uh, Shout out to Tane. It um, all happens faster because of Tane. Yeah. I mean, that's what he does. Uh, so you, you, we, we heard some stories. We heard uh, things about the, the new release. Go check out Could It Be Worse because it's fucking sick. Check out Fuck It Whatever because that's also fucking dope as shit. Uh, go buy the 7-inch. Um, fucking just buy everything. Before we take off, as we're leaving out finally here, if people are looking for supportive parents, merch, music, or even just supportive parents in general, where can they find you guys? Uh, you can check us out at at our Bandcamp, supportive parents slash Bandcamp. Slash I think it's I think it's right. Bandcamp.com slash supportive parents. Uh, Asley, that's our that's our main hub. Uh, also, uh, fucking make sure you're paying attention to uh, our Facebook and Instagram and. And Twitter. Twitter. Uh, If you're following us on Beers with Bands, I'm I'm sure I'm going to be posting about this, so go ahead and uh, just click those links and follow them on those socials. Thank you again so much for stopping by. Um, Before I take off, if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of Beers with Bands, hit me up. I got the email on the Facebook. Hit me up through Facebook. Um, I got... We got the Instagrams, we got the Twitters. Fucking hit us up. We'll have some beers. If you're in Minneapolis, St. Paul area, if you're in the Twin Cities in general, stop by 5620 Productions. We'll house you here. Oh, yeah. Real uh, quick. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Fucking. Fucking. Uh, protest for what you believe in. Yeah. Cheers. Um, I, I don't post a lot on socials because I get really self conscious, but. Bouncing off of what uh, Webby just said, I stand with the whole uh, movement. Um, like it, it, like a cab for life. Like it's it's yeah, fucking right, it's man. fucking serious. Um, donate to the right causes for sure. Like this is just what just happened this week of the of our recording is just a, a stepping stone in this whole thing that needs to happen. So uh, keep it all together, and we'll. We'll, we'll see the light at the end of the tunnel hopefully soon. Um, other than that, thank you all for stopping by this episode, and I will catch you all on the next one. See ya. This is fucking awesome. Thank you, thank you guys so much. Thanks for being here. Hell yeah.